This is Motley Fool Money. Welcome to Motley Fool Money, the Money Hacks version. Our short weekly check-in on how you can make the most of your money. With me as always is Dr. Nirban Mahanti. G'day, Doc. G'day, Captain. Mate, last week we talked about how to get started investing. Talked about putting some money aside, making sure you add it up, then getting started by buying your first stocks. We also suggested that people, obviously, to do that, choose a stockbroker. But how and who? Mate, let's go through a bit of a quick list. If our listeners are out there saying, well, I've I've either got my money or I'm about to get my money together, uh, I'm ready to go, I just need to find out who I should use as my broker. We mentioned it in passing last week. Let's go in a little bit more detail. What should we consider when we're thinking about choosing a stockbroker? Yeah, so one one thing first to think about is, you know, you can have your broker tied to your banking relationship, right? So if right. you're with Com- ComBank, you can use ComSec. If you're with, you know, St. George, you can use like E-Trade. Right. Uh, NAB has one. NAB-Trade, A- yes. NAB-Trade, ANZ has one. Mm-hmm. That's probably the easiest place and because they would link your account right. pretty quickly to your investment accounts. You can move money b- back and forth easily between the two. If you have a bank, you know who you're banking with. You're going to just probably click a couple of buttons. You're probably going to have a lot of forms to fill out. That's probably the simplest and easiest way to do it. Mate, past that, another thing is price. And I'm mm. going to take two directions here. We're not saying lowest price. We're saying price should be a consideration. And so we'll talk about some other considerations as well. But think about price. Don't pay too much for brokerage. There's simply no need to pay 100 bucks plus for a full-service broker. There's no need to pay 50 bucks. You don't even have to pay 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. Most trades can be done for under $20. Um, so consider price just, again, not always the cheapest price, but make sure you're not paying too much. What's next, dude? Yeah, the, so consider service. Like, if you get stuck with something, is there someone that you can call? Is there somebody to help you out? Mm-hmm. And, you know, these things you probably don't need a lot of help, but maybe in the beginning mm-hmm. you do. It's one of those things, man. I can remember making my first trade. It feels very, very foreign early on. So, to some degree, yeah, find, find a broker whose website you like, user friendly, has some tutorials, has a customer service line that is open and accessible. Um, you probably, as doctor, you won't need as much help as you think you might. When you first log onto that page, it's going to look really bizarre and really scary. It'll take a little bit of time. So unless you're a super experienced trader, find a website that's simply easy to use. It just makes sense, right? Absolutely. Mate, things to avoid. So brokers are very, very good at trying to get our business. Mm-hmm. What are some things that we need to be a little bit careful of in terms of the brokers that may come to mind? Yeah, so one of the easier ones is like, you know, there's often push to um, trade a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And and trading basically is going to only make your brokerage money. Um, (laughs) uh, So, you know, know, avoid any incentive that, you know, seems to come your way uh, because, you know, they might give you a lot of free trades to get you hooked to Mm -hmm. trading. Uh, That doesn't necessarily mean that's good for you. So I think that's something to keep in mind. Very good advice. The other thing I would say too, it's kind of related, but just be a little bit careful about the way that marketing talks to you. So the whole idea of take a position, you know, be smarter than the market. You can sit on a, a beach or at a cafe and trade away your life and, you know, be this kind of person who works part-time and day trades and, you know, master of the universe type stuff. Those things are really, really seductive. Now, you know, you have to use a broker. And so just because those people advertise those too-good-to-be-true lifestyles doesn't mean you shouldn't necessarily use that broker. Just be a little bit careful about the way they are trying to help you in air quotes, help you uh, become a, a great investor. And the sorts of products as doctors, they will push on you. Um, lots of things, you know, Comsec gives you incentive if you trade more than a certain number of times per month, for example. You get access to more data. You probably don't need that data. You probably don't need to trade that often. So, you know, just 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 be a little bit careful about what they're offering you and the sort of incentives you're going to get and the way they'll pitch 
the idea of, look, just, just trade a bit more. You can make this money from doing, and as I mentioned last Friday, CFDs are a terrible, terrible thing, but that's where a lot of them make their money because you know what? It comes with hyper-trading. And again, as Doc said, the more you trade, the more money they make, and the more money you lose. Anything else, mate? No, that's it. If you had to give our listeners one broker, who would you suggest they go with? Um, I think, well, Comsec is pretty good, I think, to use. Mm-hmm. Um I have I, I have an account in Comsec, but I don't use it. Um, I find uh, St. George Bank's EA platform used to be called Direct Shares. Now, I don't know what it is called. Dragon that, Direct was it called at one point? Yeah, I think that, that's also pretty... I mean, all of them are pretty... They're all very similar mm-hmm. and easy to use. So, yeah. And, and I mean, you know, you could use some independent platform as well if you wanted to, like, you know, something from IG Markets and, and so on and so forth. So... Yep. We've got no commercial relationships with any brokers, yeah. so anything we say is just purely experience. I'm, I'm going to recommend, as I tend to do, Comsec. I'm with Comsec. I've been with Comsec for as long as I've been trading. So they bought TD Waterhouse way back in the day. I don't know if you remember them, Doc, uh, back in the 90s. Um, look, they're not the cheapest. They are pretty good. They're pretty comprehensive. The customer service has always been good. Um, it's pretty vanilla, right? Pretty straight up and down. Nothing fancy, nothing great. Um, not the best price, uh, probably the best service, probably not the best website, uh, but a pretty good all-round solution if you're looking for a broker. That's it for this week's Motley Fool Money Hacks. See you next week. Full on. Full on. The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.